0: You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com.
1: So welcome to another episode of Boss Hog of Liberty with Jeremiah Morrill and Dakota Davis. Uh, this is episode five. We are uh, We are still not canceled. At least, uh, we're still putting episodes in the can. Whether or not our syndicator still loves us or not is up to him to decide, I guess. He
0: might just be putting them, like, there's some kind of block on the server to where only you and I can actually see them. That's true. He's not giving us any feedback as far yeah. as how many people are listening. So, it's, uh, nobody knows.
1: This is probably just for us. Yeah. But we think we're big time.
0: It makes us feel good. Yeah. Like it gives me something to do during the week. <laughs> uh, in uh, in
1: full disclosure, this, uh, this episode is, uh, this is like, I feel like we're big time now. David Letterman used to do two shows on a Thursday. We're doing two shows on a Monday. Yeah, we uh, we're recording this immediately following episode four. Uh, and in, at the end of episode four, if you listened, you heard uh, you heard my dog alarm go off. And uh, Riley Riley let us know that our guest for episode five had arrived. It's uh, Mister Tim McGuire. He's uh, former chairman of the Marion County Libertarian Party. And one of two uh, two candidates for uh, for state chairman of the Libertarian Party of Indiana, correct?
2: That's correct. Yeah. All right. Well, we so, welcome
1: welcome Tim in, and then our in the fourth chair today, uh, the lovely Audrey Joe Peavy is still here. So yep. at, it, she's uh, she is a probably the newest member in the history of the Libertarian Party. She's been uh, twelve, thirteen hours. You've been a member now of the national party.
0: Even, no, I don't even think it's been that long.
1: No, uh, it was like at ten o'clock today. <laughs> well, welcome. So. Did did uh, was did how, how seriously was Dakota? Did he like make you swear on a Bible about the non-aggression principle? No, we I had... just
0: got the email confirmation today, and I had no idea that he was doing it. So nah, <laughs> I, oh boy. I did it. For this her. feels like fraud <laughs> now, Tim. Yeah,
2: I, I, I don't think that actually counts as joining the party if somebody else joins for you. Doesn't <laughs> mean you can vote, vote twice, Dakota. <laughs> I thought it did. <laughs> well, it only it only counts for voting twice if you if you somehow convince her to vote your way. If you get her to <laughs> show up. So there's uh, there's
1: something to show up for here in a couple of weeks, Tim. I guess as this this episode's going to come out, uh, it'll be this Saturday coming up. May uh, is the uh, May sixth. May that, six. Is that, is that's the day, that's the, the day of the, the actual
2: Evansville. election is going to happen on May 6th. So uh, uh,
1: if you're not a member of uh, of the Libertarian Party, uh, I know in the past there's been some grace. So if you're listening, we encourage you to go ahead and jump on real quick today, join the party, show up, and. We'll see what we can do to try to try to work you in, but uh, we we do encourage people to uh, to come down and and enjoy the festivities of of a a convention. Uh, So let's uh, let's kind of just do an introductory. uh, (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll, we'll walk into this gracefully, I guess, in 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 trying to recruit people to come to the convention. Uh, I bought my tickets back in January, so I'm committed. I'm coming, Tim. Okay, good, and I'm excited about it. I don't know if my co-host or his, or his uh, bride to be have, have made the commitments to actually make the trip down there. I bought them today. You're both going. We're both going. Really? Yep.
2: Now, do you guys have hotels yet? Because that's yes, the, we got the hotel. Okay, we good.
0: got the hotel. Okay. I
2: got the hotel in like February. Oh, okay. <laughs> because Dakota Jeremy saw was Dakota like,
0: saw a casino and he said, "Yes, yeah. I'm going." <laughs> I Jeremiah I'm was going like, "Hurry, the hotel's selling out real quick." And I was like, "Oh, oh my god." <laughs> it's it's not sold out yet (laughs) it's well they well i think we did fill up the the block of rooms i I think the hotel block does fill
1: usually pretty quickly yeah Uh, that's awesome really yeah yeah oh cool we're having this thing on on in the southwestern part of the state so if you're from central indiana or northern indiana there's no driving option you might catch a flight in the morning and catch a flight back home but otherwise you're you have to stay in a hotel or a airbnb or something
0: right it's a little a little bit of a cruise Wow. So. It was, I mean, the hotel is pretty reasonably priced, I feel. I mean, you look at the pictures online, it, it looks like a really nice hotel. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. I, I've, I have not uh, I've not been down there myself. It'd be my first time
1: in the uh, casino down there, but I'm excited. I'm really excited about the convention. Uh, yeah. Paul Charchian, I'm, I was a big Steve Zabin fan when he had his national radio show. You guys may not know who Steve Ooh. Zabin is, but he had Yahoo Sports and Fox Sports <laughs> Radio. Uh, and Paul Charchian would come on all the time and do fantasy sports uh updates like once a week or whatever
0: yeah you you mentioned airbnb um i just i mean it just kind of caught my ear because i just read an article today by in the new reason magazine see i do read that magazine audrey and uh (laughs) he doesn't he doesn't just get it for
2: the pictures he really reads super
0: (laughs) interesting i didn't realize how like states were trying to regulate that Like
2: well, yeah, because it's cutting into the hotel business, you know, or or you know, it's it's skirting the. I'd never seen anything about that before.
0: We uh, we live in a world of protectionism, Dakota. It's (laughs) not. There were, uh, in a state where it is not legal, a seven thousand five hundred dollar fine in New York. There were fifty five thousand Airbnb's listed just in New York City, and. I mean that's amazing to me. That so, is so they don't. They, that is peak capitalism. They, like, they awesome. outlaw Airbnbs in New York State. It is, yeah. If it is a non-regulated um, facility to where you rent out your home or someone else's home or an apartment, even if you are the landlord of a of a vacant apartment, you cannot rent it out for just a few days. Like it has to. There has to be a lease signed. Otherwise, you will be facing a fine of seven thousand five hundred dollars. They just passed that now, or is it? It's been that in was place? Uh, that was passed in two thousand sixteen. Okay, all right. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know
2: that. That's a uh, w- hey. You know the, the the hotel lobby man. They're powerful. So, how was uh, your? You stayed in an Airbnb, right? I did. In yeah, California. I, I stayed, how was that? I went to
1: L.A. and I had a great time. Uh, it was it was a cheap. It was about half the price of a of a hotel. I stayed in in Hollywood, Los Feliz, actually. And we had a a full uh, it was a, it was an, a studio apartment basically for half the price of a hotel it had a parking space and it was exactly where I needed to stay. It worked out great for me so that's awesome they can stay they can stay out of my business if I, if somebody if a, if a guy wants to rent his place for three or four days to me and it's half the price of a hotel
0: yeah there's Airbnb and then I think the next big one is home away home away yep. And the weird thing
2: is about this kind of stuff. It's like you know, it's perfectly legal for me to just let a friend stay at my house. You know, no one's stopping me from doing that. Right now, but, but
1: now that you're trading a couple of dollars, yeah. all of a sudden they yeah. get yeah. to now they get to is, involved.
2: Yeah, you know, and, you know, if I ask him to like leave a twenty on the nightstand before he leaves, all of a sudden, no crap, no, mm-hmm. that's illegal. Wow. Yeah. Well,
1: it, it, however you make it to the convention, we hope that uh, we hope we fill the place up. I know it's an off year. Uh, but we do really some important business. And electing the chairman is uh it's something we do every two years in Indiana with the Libertarian Party. Mm-hmm. Uh so Joe Hauptman has uh, has been serving as the chairman of the state party. Uh I think this is his third or fourth different cycle. He's he's kind of been the yeah, chairman he's done a it. number of different times.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He I mean I think he's one of the oldest uh chair you know, past chairmans that's actually still involved. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Uh and so Joe is not not seeking another term. We've we've worn him out and he's calling it, he's calling it good for a while. So uh, we have two two candidates. Uh, Tim is with us today, and Jesse was with us a couple weeks ago. And kind of trying to do what we can with uh, with this platform to promote the party. Uh, all of us are now now that uh, Audrey's on board. We're all Big L Libertarians uh, <laughs> right. of of various uh, various time in the party. Um, but uh, yeah, we're definitely trying to encourage people to join the LP and, and get involved and uh, and and work from the inside. You know, you can you can have libertarian views. But the way that I've always looked at it, and I think Tim would probably agree, as libertarians running elections and winning winning races is what this is about, and that's the approach I've taken to libertarianism. It's not an educational thing as much as it is trying to actually run candidates and
0: win races. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yep. So, uh, Tim, whenever yep. whenever you heard that Joe was not going to be running for chairman anymore, what like was it an automatic thing you knew you wanted to run for the chair, or how did you come to that conclusion?
2: So, yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, No, not necessarily. I mean, obviously, I know what goes, you know, I've been around the party for a while. I know what goes into um, uh, being chairman, and I was not exactly uh, chomping at the bit to uh, take on that much work and responsibility, so it it was a gradual process. Uh, A number of people throughout the state, uh, libertarians, kind of started talking to me, uh, asking me if... uh, I would consider taking the reins. And uh, I think my first reaction uh, was laughing at them. But uh, <laughs> but but you know, as time went on, I had more and more conversations, thought about it, spoke with my wife about it, uh, and really gave it some honest thought. I said, you know, there's, we've got a lot of activity uh, going on. It, it sounds like you guys got great things going on here in Henry County. Uh, it, lots of counties are like this. We've got uh, a real opportunity here to do something Kind of feel like um, I would be the person that can maybe take us to the next level very good uh,
1: so tell us about the process of running for chair we you know we we I, I think people have a better idea of what it's like to run for office or to try to you know if you're seeking the nomination for governor or senator, you kind of make a tour around the state and you go around and introduce yourself to libertarians and you have a campaign. Uh, to get nominated, what's, uh, what's it like if you're running for chairman or vice chairman of the Libertarian Party?
2: So it, it's not that different than uh, trying to get nominated, honestly. So, uh, I mean, the first thing I did was I just kind of, uh, actually, I went to my home county's uh, meeting uh, where they were having uh, officer elections that night uh, because uh, it was in January and that's how Marion County does things. Um, and I just, uh, that was when I made the official, official announcement. I had told some close friends and family about it before then. And and from there, I just kind of started sending out emails and letting people know. And then uh, these past two months, I've been uh, doing a lot of traveling, putting a lot of miles on my car, uh, driving up to Lake County, driving all the way down to uh, Evansville, um, you know, driving out to uh, District 6 to see all you uh, wonderful mm-hmm. people. Uh, so, and just, you know... Uh, telling people what my plan is, and and giving uh, giving them, them a chance to meet me and uh, ask me questions, and look me in the eye and see if I'm serious. And uh, it's been a great experience. Uh, we've we've got a lot of a lot of great stuff going on around the uh, all the corners of the state. Oh, very good. So as uh, as you've gone around, and you've talked to
1: people. Have you have you heard new ideas from folks? I- I- different ideas people have had for for you to bring back to the to the state party and different. Improvement ideas from individuals or do they are they mostly in a listening mode and kind of taking the temperature of you what th- What have you gathered?
2: yeah, I think most people are kind of in a listening mode right now um, I think uh, I think we 're in a um, in a place now as a party where we could go so many different directions. I think uh, a lot of people are just don 't know what to do or not sure what the next thing to do. Um, I know that uh, there's real excitement about running more uh, candidates and running better campaigns. Uh, kind of the same stuff that Jeremiah, you and I talk about all the time. Uh, but um, nothing, nothing specific that we haven't uh, uh, talked about before. Um, there's, uh, um, you know, just just a lot more excitement to try to do the things, running local. Um, the, the one thing I, I will say that I've been very encouraged in is I've been very vocal about not being excited about the top of the ticket races i'm really excited about the bottom of the ticket races i think that's where we can um win have have the most success and um the reaction to that has not been argument it's uh, right. a lot of nodding heads and people uh seem to get that yeah I,
0: I totally agree with that you know um my barber and also jeremiah's barber is clay morgan he's gonna be on the show. He's going to be our next guest on the show. Hopefully, that's
1: uh, that's our intention. Clay is and, a county councilman here in Henry County. Yeah, uh, he's a, a Republican.
0: He okay. is a Republican, but he's one of the good guys. Okay. And uh, you know, I've, that's all we say about <laughs> all of our guests. <laughs> you know, I was talking to him, yeah, a while back about um, winning elections here in Henry County. We were talking about Jesse Riddle's race for a uh, council seat, and uh, you know, he's he's telling me, you know, like if if Jesse could have like would have done more. I think you probably would have gotten elected. I was like, you know, you, I mean, you're probably right. You know, I, I mean, I don't know. I've not been doing this for a very long time. Uh, we, he was like, so how much money did your state party give Jesse to run?
1: <laughs> Zero,
0: right? Yeah, and I was As like, I, oh, <laughs> I think, excuse me? I think
1: Jesse ran about a seventy-five dollar campaign and finished, finished. He finished fourth, but it was a top pick three. So if he had picked up a couple hundred more votes, he would have been, you know, he'd
0: have yeah he'd have a vote at the county council meetings right now. So I mean, I totally agree with that, and obviously, I mean, a, a Republican councilman agrees with that, you know. So, I mean, people that are winning elections see the flaw. So I, I'm, I think it's very obvious of what we need of what needs changed. Well, in putting it in my two
1: cents, I guess this will be an opinion opinion piece for me, even though I'm trying to play play host today and do an interview uh, more than. And I guess this is coming from a a volunteer, a campaign volunteer and campaign manager side. More than money from the state party, what you want is you just want the resources. You want the encouragement and, and somebody in Tim's position to say, hey, you know, on this Saturday, we think the best chance we have to win a race is to go win a county council race over in Newcastle. So let's load up the cars and let's try to get a dozen people to show up and go door knock. They've got the materials, and we'll go to door 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 to door and, and try to put out signs and talk to people and, and, and whip the votes up. Right. And on election day, pack the cars
0: up, and, you know, that's the chance we have that we think we can win. Yeah, the first Saturday that I went out campaigning, Jeremiah had texted me. He'd been texting me for a while, but it's the middle of the summer. We have a place down on Brookville Lake. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go spend my weekend camping, you know. Well, got to one weekend, I was like, yeah, you know sure i'll go out for a rex bells campaign but yeah, yeah so i'm great. expecting to you know i'm expecting like 30 40 people yeah there and there's like there's like five eight, of us. Or eight of us maybe by the time everybody showed up 8 right, to 10 yeah right eight yeah I was, it just kind of blew my mind there for a minute i was like yeah wow this is it's for the hard course yeah and and, because we were we run good candidates you know jesse i'm sure was
2: a a good candidate but we don't do a good job of throwing good volunteers behind him uh um and uh, i'm sure it's the same thing in henry county i've seen it in Marion county countless times we ask people to run and they you know they win the nomination and it's like okay do a good job Uh, maybe think about getting a campaign manager Um, You know, we we need to do a little bit more uh, from behind the scenes of helping the candidates uh, build a campaign team. Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, And it's more than just
1: uh, just saying, hey, uh, I mean, right now, honestly, when 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 we recruit a candidate, we say, hey, you're going to get ballot access. And right now it's your responsibility to go out and find the volunteers. Not that we don't want to help you and we're going to try to help you at every stage state we can or every step of the way that we can. But there's not a bunch of money coming your way, and it's not, you know... I, I try to be very realistic with people on the front end so that they don't have their dreams crushed on the back end when right. it's over. Uh, but do, it's something we need
2: to work on, for sure. I do hope to change the fundraising part of it, or the... Uh, uh-oh. Uh-huh. I'm being phoned. <laughs> I do hope to change the money part of it a little bit, uh because uh I, I am a, a believer that uh you can... Um, you can run a campaign without much money, but it's really hard, uh, and we and we do have to fix uh, the lack of uh, fundraising uh, that we've seen yeah. in this party. And um, and you know nobody likes fundraising, but we're going to have to do it. And I I do see my job as chair. Uh, I I'm going to have to be the chief fundraiser and the chief uh, cheerleader of uh, encouraging everybody else to help me fundraise as well.
1: Inside it's inside baseball, but it's no secret inside the Libertarian Party that we're of Indiana. That our fundraising has has definitely slipped over where we were four to five or six years ago, oh yeah where we had full time yeah. staff and now we're you know we're in it's it's part, part of the apathy of leadership part of it is membership apathy some of it's been a a limitation of need where we haven't had staff where we haven't had the threat of of not well, having somebody around there there have been a number of factors, but the reality yeah. is that we're you know, we're only bringing in hundreds of dollars a month instead of thousands of dollars a month, which is where we used to be.
2: Yeah, and and all the things like that take is it takes somebody focusing on it. Yeah, and, and that's uh, that's going to have to be my job day one is because uh, none of this other stuff works without the money to yep. help it. You know, we're because we're, uh, we, I would like to see some full time staff. Um, I would like to see um, us being able to drop some money into a campaign if we see something magic happening. So,
1: yep, there's no doubt that. Uh, you know politics run on money but they also run on people so you have you have to have both of those working and the way that you recruit and you get uh you get the basic systems in place for everybody is it takes it takes dollars to do it so um i'm personally going to be helpful in any way i can to whoever the chairman is uh but uh we we've got some we've got some opportunities for improvement this is the year 2017 is, is a rebuilding year we don't have any elections at the state level, county level, I don't think any towns have elections. This is a total nope. dead year, to my knowledge.
2: Uh, unless there's a public uh, question that comes up that somebody you know they, they want to do uh, this year, no, there's absolutely no elections in Indiana this year. So we've yeah we've got uh, the good and bad news is we've got plenty of time, you yeah. know. Uh, we but uh, we can't waste a minute. So right. so uh,
1: another thing when you're the chairman of the state party is you have you have a unique, unique platform to speak from. Uh, tell us tell us from the media side what you've been able to do the the attention that you think you can create and and how you would use that platform i guess as the state chairman of the libertarian party uh,
2: what t- tell us tell us about that soapbox yeah no um so obviously as chairman i would be the the chief media contact uh, uh obviously we're going to you know, i in a perfect world i want a, a whole pr team but uh but i'm still going to be have have to be the one that uh, goes out there and do it um and people have asked me about this before and I, I just kind of point back to my record as uh, Marion County chairman. Um, I dare, I say kind of revi uh, kind of revamped the entire, um, media look of the the party back when i became a county chair and i actually took the time to reach out to all the uh, all the big media people all the reporters and uh, uh tv anchors uh and kind of made myself uh, you know slightly annoying to some of them uh made sure that they knew who i was and how to get a hold of me and that i was respectful of the fact that th- this is their job and and i'm going to try to do whatever i can to make their job easier uh and uh by giving them stories as much as can I uh, can, and um, that I wasn't expecting any uh, special handouts. Um, I've already uh, been able to get onto Abdul's show just you know by throwing my name in the race. Uh, some of you guys might may or may not know who Abdul is. He's a major uh, radio personality in Indianapolis. Oh, yeah. um, maintained a great relationship with him uh, over the years, and uh, he invited me onto the show to uh, talk about the uh, the chairs race. Uh, but, you know, a lot of it is just being proactive. We've got to, um, uh, if we know a story is coming, like we know that, you know, I'm sure it wasn't a surprise to anybody that the, what was it, last week that the uh, General Assembly just uh, kind of voted in the last couple um, things that they've been arguing about. They cl- ended their session. Um, you know, there's um, granted we're kind of in a transition year right uh, now, but uh, there's no reason why we shouldn't have had some press releases ready to go uh, at midnight. You know, that night that uh, kind of talked about our stance on that, and maybe and followed up with some uh, uh, conversations with reporters.
1: Yeah, it's your opportunity to get free in media when 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 something's in the news. That's the that's the time to get uh, get your get your word in edgewise with them, I guess. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. And that's a yeah. Once again, it's a reality of where we're at, and you know, some of the some of the re, unfortunately, some of the realities of having limited folks and and planning a convention and and the focus of the folks that are there. That's that you know, I, I guess it, I'm I'm playing the defense role. I, I'd be a good defense attorney, Dakota. I could you, defend I anybody.
0: Think, I think so. Like I'm slippery. You were taking that political quiz, and you're like, "Well, I could argue both sides." So I'm like, "Argue both sides." What are you talking about here, Jer? And you're just like, I'm gonna put neutral. I'm gonna put I'm neutral. I'm gonna put neutral.
1: Well, there there are some issues you just don't want to debate. You just don't want to get into it. But um, yeah, going going back to the the opportunities we had to to weigh in on on, on the, some of the general assembly stuff. Of course, there there are issues as well that you could you could try to weigh in with the libertarian opinion, and, and you may not cover every libertarian. I'm I'm the libertarian in the road industry who's not who's thinking that the road taxes that Indiana passed are are actually kind of user fees, but. I know I'm already oh, minority in our party on that well,
2: one. Well, no, I mean, and when Abdul asked me about it, uh, I mean, that was kind of my answer as well is like, well, you know, philosophically, we do like usage fees, and, and that's the way that we should be doing it. I haven't really dug into that, uh, the, the, the nuts and bolts of that detail, of that bill, enough to know if it's like a good bill or a bad bill. But I know that, you know what? Um, I'm okay with you raising the gas tax as long as you're cutting government somewhere else as well. Because, uh, as we all know, there's a lot of, uh, of the gas tax that they currently take in that we're spending
0: in other places. Right? Maybe
2: we should fix that first.
0: That's okay. that. Yeah. yeah. So that's. I think that's that, been everybody that is against the gas tax. I think that's everybody's point. Like, okay, if you really need this, that's fine, but do you really need it? Like, that's the whole question. Is it actually needed? or can we get the money that we're wasting somewhere and put it towards the roads like
1: and the yeah the inside the baseball side of it i guess is what what the general assembly did as they said by 2025 because they can't deal with anything immediately apparently they <laughs> they, they gradually uh, phased in uh Rex Bell's proposal all of the money we collect on roads is going to go to the roads by 2025 and it's going to it's going right. to graduate over the time so there we of time. go
0: everybody that says libertarians don't win we won a little bit, we do win some. we have influence, so stop being so scared and actually vote for us
1: <laughs> what they what they didn't do however is they didn't they didn't promise to cut anything on the other side they they're basically going to grow their way through it, which is a republican answer that's right. you know that's it's yeah. pretty true to their uh, true, true to their side they didn't cut anything they they said they're going to grow their way to that number uh, i'm convinced that as a guy that you know that that does road construction and that's my that's my livelihood i'm I am convinced that they they do need to uh um, they need to invest more money to maintain what we have uh, oh, yeah. and and to keep up with the uh, with the up- updating you know, we have we have two lane highways in Indiana that should have been three lane highways fifteen years ago.
2: You know, and you being in this industry, I'd be interested in your take on this. I've always thought that you know when we are building the roads, like let's use some better materials and let's do some better uh, um, workmanship so that it lasts longer and we don't have to spend as much money on maintenance. I don't know if you found that yeah true.
1: So it, what Indiana does when they when they do a major paving project, they will actually do a comparison and they will have I. I don't want to be the guy that defends the government on this podcast too much, <laughs> but as somebody that actually lives lives in it uh, on a on a day to day basis, they they will look at a road and decide. Okay, they'll they'll take a proposal and say, okay, uh, if it's going to cost five million dollars to do the road out of concrete, or it's going to cost three million dollars to do it out of asphalt, there's a th- there's a two million dollar savings. But what's the future the future maintenance cost to that? Right. And they actually have a number that mm, they'll work. Yeah, and, it's just like on
0: the the county level, costs. $60,000 per mile to pave a road with asphalt. Am I correct on that? Uh, I think it's $80,000 $80, a okay. mile. To and
1: pave then
0: $15,000 to chip and seal an already paved road?
1: Uh, somewhere in that range, yeah. Yeah, so you can do 10 lane miles instead of... Somebody's buzzing. Dakota's getting a call now. My sister called earlier now. Dakota's... Is that, is that the vet calling? <laughs> no,
0: that was my mom. She's probably wondering about She's worried doctor. about the dog. Yeah. Tell her to listen
1: to episode four, and she'll hate me yeah. forever. <laughs>
2: But yeah, I mean, I kind of look at the, this entire issue like a, like a, um, a financial advisor. Uh, I uh, I look at it as like you know the roads, and you know there's going to be some libertarians that crucify me for this, but the roads is that's one of the things that the government is actually supposed to be d- you know doing. I'm that is quote unquote that's what I'm paying my taxes for, right? So you start with the necessities. You start with public safety. You start with public works, and then if 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 there's money left over then you can splurge it maybe on sports stadiums and all that sports stadiums cricket fields fields and (laughs) and you know hiring more staff for the you know whatever you know office or you know things like that but uh,
1: yeah so so a great press release so you know and and this is this is me playing you know playing armchair quarterback here as as just a, a lowly I guess I have no title right now in the Libertarian Party. Actually, I'm the host of Boss Hop- Box Hog of Liberty, yeah. but I have no. I mean, that is your no current title. responsibilities at the moment. We'll just call you boss. Yeah, call me the boss. Sure. Yeah, mm. that, that, He's the because I'm Bruce, Bruce Springsteen, uh, <laughs> or, or whatever. I don't. Even, I don't even know who played Boss Hog. I, I know the character, but I don't know his name. On oh, the, I don't uh, either.
2: I know that the man is a genius. Like he has like three degrees and can speak languages and plays. I don't know some kind of instrument, but I have no idea what his name. Sorrel Brook. He's
1: he's gone. Of course, he's he's been he's he's been dead since 1994. Good God, he's been Man, dead. Now, it's two years before, before I was born. Dakota's entire life. Oh, do that? Do you feel old after that? When that one happens, that stings <laughs> me. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I do feel a little old. Yeah, I just hit the big four zero uh, earlier this year, so I'm, mm. I'm I don't need any. My dad's forty five. To- <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Well, uh, thanks for inviting me
1: onto this podcast with children. Uh, yeah, it's, it does it to me, too. I'm 33, and I, uh, yeah, every t- I think almost every episode. I think this is like the question we ask our guests. How old what were you doing on 9-11? And Dakota's like, I was in preschool. Audrey has no memory. Or Audrey and Dakota have no memories whatsoever. I was at the job. I, I was midnight. where I work now. Okay. That's, you know, I, I, yeah. I, <laughs> I was at my first job. Yeah.
2: At that uh, point, yeah.
1: Yeah. So you you've, you and I've had our you know your first job was the same time as mine did you, you did you spend 10 years in college or so Tim
2: No 5 years I was a I was a music major back in college so you can't get out of there in less than yeah. less than 5 years A music major does that yeah. qualify you to be the state chairman of the league chairman <laughs> in Indiana Well I was a music business major you know and uh uh yeah you, I obviously do not work in the music industry You're supposed anymore.
1: to be managing Led Zeppelin at this point and instead you're in my you're in my yeah. guest well, guest room well, doing a know, podcast str-
2: Strangely enough like uh when when you are picking career paths at, you know after. As you're going through that that program, uh, for some reason, everyone wanted to get into, like, you know, record labels and artist management. And, you know, I'm just a contrarian, obviously. Uh, So uh, I just didn't want to do that. And I decided to go into uh, more, like, uh, uh, the nonprofit sector, which, surprise, surprise, there's no money in. So so, needless to say, I do not work in that industry. So
1: currently, you're... uh, your financial services, I guess, financial yeah. advising. Yeah, is your, financial is your professional.
2: I, uh, I, You know, and actually, uh, part of the reason I do it is because my libertarianism, I fell in love with the idea of helping average and ordinary uh, uh, middle-class Americans uh, Take control of their own uh, financial destiny, uh, plan for retirement, and uh, not be uh, reliant on the government for uh, go. for their future.
1: You like you're the canary in the coal mine, sounding the alert about Social Security and how it's your responsibility to have your own 401k and, and your own Roth.
2: And you know what is what's surprising? I guess it shouldn't be surprising, but uh, most of the uh, professionals in the industry uh, kind of tell you they look at people our age and they say, "Yeah, don't don't count on that. You gotta you gotta start putting money away for yourself."
0: Right.
1: I feel like a public service announcement now since we have people that are 20 something, early early 20 somethings in here. Definitely be in your I got 401k it all taken right now. Care of right now. Get in that 401k. Don't don't just count on your company pension because he's the one guy in the even, world that has a pension, I, I think. I don't have
0: a I don't have a pension. He's a, he's a union. He's a, no, union. I have a, he's a I have, union libertarian. Oh, he's like Russell Brooksman okay, over here. I am okay. a BA member. I'm not an A member. Is that a so bass,
1: I, badass member. That's right.
0: <laughs> it's the uh, it's the lowly member. Like I don't I don't have a pension or any or the health care provided by the union. Like, I strictly just get represented by a union representative if I feel like the company wrongs me. That is, That is all I get from the union. And, you know, when does that happen? <laughs> well, I'm sure you never get in any trouble. So, I mean, I don't have a, a pension or anything. I mean, I have a 401K and a Roth IRA, but that hopefully that's good enough, and a health savings account. At 21, <laughs> just it, keep just keep yeah. pouring money in there, and you're going to be just fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, maybe if so you knows surpri- how much inflation goes up by that point. Yeah, you, you're you're gonna be fine if yeah. you
2: if if you just keep throwing money at that, you'd be surprised how even as little as a hundred bucks a month will go.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah,
2: T- ten or twelve percent growth, Dakota, and if if inflation's at three or four, you're gonna
0: have a spread that's gonna have you. It's, just, it'll look like a hockey stick when you're sixty-five. I'm just counting on Audrey whenever she becomes a doctor. <laughs> Is that is that official Audrey? Are
1: you uh you going to be a you're going to be out smarter than all of us and have a b- Dr. Audrey? Really?
0: <laughs> well, doctor. the whole world knows this now. Who mm-hmm. would have thought the that whole that you'd snag a doctor? Who would have thought that doctor would be in front of my last name? Yeah, so. Not me. <laughs> it a Mr. Mr. <laughs> how, how
1: does that work? Is that Mr. and Dr. P and Dr. <laughs> doctor doctor Dakota? P. Davis, I I don't yeah, know that's how That's right. Yeah. How are you gonna have her barefoot and and uh, and and pregnant in the kitchen and going to the ER or doing whatever she's supposed to do?
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, she's gonna she's gonna be delivering babies. I mean, I mean, I mean, come on, she's just delivering babies. <laughs> it's not like they're the future of the world or anything. <laughs>
2: I'm more concerned the fact that you you, you say uh, she just joined the party, but apparently you haven't been doing an, enough education with her about the uh, sorry state of affairs uh, in the healthcare industry, uh, <laughs> for that she's actually still considering
0: going I into told this her, industry. I, I said, ne- "I said you need to get in part of a giant corporation hospital like IU Health." Amen. Do not become a, like a private practice or anything. And um, I was like. Oh, we were talking about how we're going to pay for medical school, right? So she's like, well, it's going to be about 30000 a year for four years, and I'll make 56000 during three years of residency. I'm like, well, guess what? You're not going to see any of that 56000 a year because it's going to be paying off medical school because by the time somebody like Bernie Sanders becomes president, you'll be making the money that a public school teacher makes. <laughs> and I'm not dealing with that. Wow. Did you, <laughs> this is, I I grew up around animals. So that, that, that's my <laughs> preface for this.
1: So I, you know, I immediately go with the, the goats and the birthing stuff. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking if you're going to be an obstetrician or, is that is that the right term? Yeah. Obstetrician? Yeah, was, yeah. See, I'm, I'm smarter than there I look. There you like. go. Uh, I was thinking of the giraffe deal. I was like, Audrey had to be tuned into the giraffe <gasps> watching and waiting.
0: I tried and I missed it and it was. Did you go back and watch it? No, I didn't go back and watch it. I just, you know, took my loss and. <laughs> <laughs> moved on. Moved on. Hmm.
1: I don't know. Alright, well poor Tim. We have gone down the road of of this is your career and birthing giraffes. Yeah.
0: Back to your uh back to your candidacy. Yeah. Um you came here for the district six convention, yes. right? Okay. That Why? was a great. Can I just say that
2: that was a great idea? Like I, I I've been singing your guys' praises all around the state as I visit. Hmm. Um, I think uh, I think you know we need to do more regional things like that. And I was very very happy to see that that went very successfully.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: we yeah.
1: appreciate that. It was it was a it was a fun day. It was a full day. We had reports from each each individual county convention, and we had a speaker who I I, I promised Sean Rauer, the fellow that spoke at that. He's a local defense attorney. Uh, he's a as an attorney of all all areas, but he's focused on uh, on his public defense work uh, in his uh, speech and, and the process of being a juror, uh, that, that, those comments are going to be in this feed. So uh, probably a, a special bonus episode you'll hear from uh, Tim and Jesse and their, their, their forum that they had uh, while we were at that convention. Yeah. And Sean spoke at that as well. Uh, but yeah, it was a great, great event. I was happy with the yeah. turnout. We sold, you know, I think we sold it out. We met our number. We made a little bit of money for the party. At least awesome. covered our costs, and uh, it was it was fun. It's a nice room. You 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 show up at an event, yeah. and you actually have a public address system and a private room. And yeah, it was perfect. It worked out nicely. Yeah. So we appreciate the kind words. So
0: when you were there, yeah. there's one thing that I noticed. You got drilled with questions. I mean, it, oh yeah, yeah so yeah. many questions. Yeah, it was like you you said that you'd been going around the state and making appearances, mm-hmm. answering questions. It was like everywhere like that? Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because I mean,
2: libertarians take this seriously, and I, right. for, you know, and I'm glad for that. Obviously, uh, uh, so yeah, no, it, it's. Uh, it, I was actually completely expecting that. Uh, a lot of people, um, in it, you know, I, I've put out, you know, some detailed plans of what I want to do. Not everyone wants to take the time. Uh, to read through everything like and uh, digest it for themselves so you know uh, the easiest thing to do is whatever their hot button issue is uh, then they can ask me questions about it um, which is great because one I, I find out what the hot button issues are uh, but two if there's a if there's an issue where I can tell you know there's a little bit of disagreement between my vision and what the uh, you know what the, the people asking me about it are uh, it gives me a chance to kind of tell my side of the story and, and, and maybe, uh, maybe we can come to a common understanding and, um, yeah. you, know, you know, and talk about your experiences and why you think that way, why I think that way. Okay. And, uh, maybe I can change their mind or, you know, sometimes, sometimes they change my mind.
0: Yeah. Okay. That, I mean, that was my, the question I was,
1: that's your big host, It's oh, yeah. your big yeah. co-host. Like, that's what
0: you got. I was just, <laughs> I was just itching like. I wonder if everybody asked him as many questions as what we did. You wonder if everybody's autistic as you are. Yeah, because, I mean, we just kept What was going. your question? Did you ask me a question? I didn't I ask remember. you a question. You didn't ask any questions? No. No.
2: But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, um, it, yeah, it's great. And, obviously, um, if you guys haven't had a chance to read through the uh, um, plan I've put out, but, I mean, the biggest thing uh, that, I, obviously, I want uh, to create a culture of where we're focused on winning local elections Uh, I want to create a culture of um, fundraising and uh, I want to create a culture of um, uh, getting all the counties to work together and getting, you know, much like what you guys, what I saw out in district six and getting the state and the counties to work together. I I really wish that uh, we would stop acting like we're two separate parties and just remember that we're all on the same team. We need to be working together because uh, what makes uh, one person successful will uh, will help everybody. Well, very good, Tim.
1: Uh, I appreciate you stopping by and uh, and spending some time with us. Um, as As far as convention, I, I guess I'll give my last last plug here. If you haven't uh, if you haven't signed up or bought your package yet, I, I I assume that they'll be selling them. I know that actually, I know in fact they'll sell tickets at the door. But you can jump right. on at lpin.org and click on the convention page. Uh, lots and lots of good speakers to uh, to go see. Arvin Vora is the national vice chairman. He's going to be there. Uh, if people haven't had a chance to meet him, I had a chance to meet him when he was elected vice chair in Columbus at the one national convention I've been to. I guess it was 20, 2014.
2: Yeah, that was uh, yeah, six, six years ago or, uh, or three, three, years three, a- years three years ago. Years ago. Three don't years don't ago. age yeah, us anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Da- Dakota would have been in junior high at that convention six years ago. <laughs> yeah. uh, we've got a state right. senator coming. A state senator from, uh, from Nebraska is going to come speak to us, Laura Ebke. Uh, we're going to have uh, a non traditional media uh, person speaking to us uh named gretchen irons uh she's from Mm -hmm. evansville so channel 44 uh, insider all right local local tv talent that's great yeah uh we got a former presidential candidate kevin mccormick will be there a 2016 candidate uh we've got a uh, our 94 society breakfast if you're not a member of the 94 society dakota make sure you join it so you can get to eat breakfast with us ten dollars a month
2: and I highly enjoy, uh, encourage already, everyone I, to join the 1994 Society I'm, because I'm we need that I'm pledging $15 money. a month you're doing t- okay? well, to you're, the if, National
0: Party. Well, that's oh, okay. Does this have yeah. to go towards the state? So yeah.
2: so I, what I would ask you to do is at least match what you're doing with the National
0: Party and, and, and help the state out because we, we really need your funds. Hmm. See, I thought that it automatically went to the state whenever you renewed your membership because I just renewed my membership. um Yes no friday for for national you know, yeah, so yeah and, what i what I do is I'm a national member
1: at uh, twenty five bucks a year mm-hmm. uh, and the basic you know and that gets me the newsletter and it gets me uh national standing for whatever's going on and and it, it's a they do a good job with the database so I, I'm a national member, and I think I'm tw- ten or twenty bucks a month depending upon uh depending upon what's going on uh but 20 bucks a month to the to the LPIN which uh which gets me access to the 1994 Society breakfast uh for 94 Society members and their the speaker at that will this time will be Nick Tabor who's a city county councilman or a city councilman in uh, Cedar Falls Iowa as a libertarian. So uh yeah that's the uh, that's the hook. So 10 bucks a month and you get some free eggs, man.
0: Oh man, is it too late to join? No. I really it's want to. Never it's never I too late. Never too late to join breakfast. Yeah. I mean, like, All is the it bacon too late eggs, yeah. if I sign up now? Am I not going to be able to do the breakfast? I think you'd be okay. I, I'm, I'm willing I'm go to bet and... that on Saturday, they'll probably be taking
2: donations on Saturday <laughs> for people <laughs> who want to go to the breakfast on a- Sunday.
1: Absolutely. And couples are only $20 a month for the two of you, so that's a pretty sweet oh, deal. Oh, man,
0: that is a great deal.
1: <laughs> I'm a salesman. You are. you got to be a
0: salesman.
1: You've got to jump in and be one. So that's the, uh, that's the hookup on the, uh, on the LP convention. Uh, Friday night of the convention, there uh, there's a debate. I hear.
2: Yeah, so Jesse and I will be debating each other on uh, Friday night. So if uh, you haven't heard me expound enough on this podcast or, or haven't heard me uh, yet, uh, please show up on Friday night, and uh, Jesse and I will be going mano a mano. They're gonna be you gonna you're gonna have like lightsabers or anything or. <laughs> Um, well, you see, I would be afraid God, that I, I would probably so. lose that uh, any kind of physical challenge uh, to uh, to Jesse so Ginger I, on uh, Ginger Crime. Yeah. So um, I uh, no, it will be a, a war of words, uh, which I which I kid because I, I do like Jesse, and I uh, I'm glad that he's running. So, so well, it's, it honestly, it's better. Oh. It we should always have contested races. Absolutely. We
1: should never have a situation where we have one guy running for chairman, whether it was Jesse or you or James Niece. Yeah. running for chair there should always be somebody there helping helping to uh, to, to make the other one better and you know it, it's better e- even, for the process
2: and even if you know and I'll you know take the race that you helped out out on uh, with Rex Bell like Rex Bell ended up uh, winning and uh, I was on Rex Bell's uh, team uh, you know nothing against uh, Jim Wallace uh, for running but uh, I think it I think the the actual competition itself for the nomination, made Rex a better candidate. And I think uh, um, it does show the health of the party when we can get more than one person running for a uh, spot. It's gonna, we're going to have to start thinking about how we do nominations at future conventions once we got more, uh, more and more people uh, trying to get the same uh, nomination. But uh, I think it's a very healthy thing.
1: You don't want to do multiple paper ballots for 1,000
0: delegates? Um, I'm just <laughs> saying we need to rethink it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so I guess my final question. Is what on the days of the convention? What are the, what is the dress code? Like, I mean, I just don't know. What to most wear. people i Most looking w- at wear top hat and tails. Really, most most of the time. What if we have neither of those? Well, codes? you've got two weeks to get down to the goodies and get get yourself something. <laughs> I mean, I keep seeing pictures that, like online. Like Tanner shared that picture from of him and Rex from last year's convention and like they're both wearing suits and I'm like you you're actually well, going to see a, a
2: wide range of, of dress. You're going to see some people wearing suits uh and dresses and then you're going to see some people in uh, jeans and a t-shirt. Absolutely. Yeah. I I typically I've gotten as I've gotten older uh I've al- I've
1: always worn a shirt and a tie. I will probably wear my jacket again uh but if things get heated I'm taking it off. I'm not <laughs> I'm yeah. not afraid. If it's, if it's hot in there, I'm taking that jacket off. We'll, we'll, I'll wear
2: long sleeve shirts because I'm not an animal. The, the, the one lasting legacy that uh, Obama gave us that I actually cherish is that he, he made it okay for us to wear the button-up shirt with the jacket and no tie, and that's perfectly acceptable even for candidates. So um, uh, I'm very thankful for him for that. You'll go with it. And jeans. If you want to wear a nice pair of jeans with a jacket, that's that's okay too. They have too. to be a nice pair of jeans. Yeah. None, none, none of the acid wash stuff that uh, you know might have been acid before uh, before uh, got Dakota's holes time. In them and...
1: Just a nice pair of Wranglers is fine. As long as they're dark, dark blue, Wranglers? and they haven't been washed a couple of times, you get yourself some patch pants. You'll be okay. All right, you can, can you do, can do that. that. If you wear yeah. Wranglers and a nice shirt, you'll be you'll be fine.
0: I wouldn't wear whatever the hell that Paisley thing is you're wearing Paisley? today. What? Oh, this is a good shirt. What are you talking about? Man, I got compliments on this in Chicago. Like the the valet guy that took that parked the car was like the guy that wanted you to tip him. Yeah, he was like, "Hey he liked man, your shirt, I really huh? like your shirt." And I was like, "Thanks, dude. That makes me feel really good." Of course. Was, and then he held his hand out, and he wanted money. No, this is before he parked the car. So I mean, Tim, help him. Yeah, this is what's called sales. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's
2: customer service industry. You get, he has to make you feel good, you know. And, and it's honestly one of the things
0: I want to bring to the party. We got to be better uh, salesmen, and we got to. You can probably tell be that it didn't kind of stuff. feel good. Like, because I was super uncomfortable. I've never had like done a valet parking before. Did you drive your new truck up there? Did you have a valet <laughs> park your lifted 1991 no. Chevy? No. no, it was the old. Uh, it was the Chevy Sonic. Just a little car to buzz in and out of Chicago traffic, um, and it's honestly it was the first time. And like there. he's like, he's like, "This is valet." I was like, this what now?" <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Valet." I parked the car, and I was like,
2: "Oh, now, like, now, Dakota, you might be a little young for this. Are Are you familiar with uh, the movie Fer- uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off?" Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's probably what happened to your car.
0: I'm sure, I'm sure that, it's not a Ferrari, but I'm sure they like to cruise Chicago in a, uh, in in, in a Chevy Sonic. Emblazoned with libertarian stickers on the back. So that, you know, that's Tim's, Tim's old stomping grounds of Chicago. Really, um, that's
2: uh, that is where I hail from, Joliet, Illinois. Um, see, they, yeah. which uh, is a blues brother reference, Joliet, Jake, Joliet up there, Jake. the Joliet State Prison. Sur- surprisingly enough, I never saw that movie until I got to college. Wow. Well, huh. yeah, um, that's but, fair. Yeah, I, I will be returning to the People's Republic of Illinois uh, actually this weekend uh, to see some of my old family. Uh, but uh, so it will they're be still little, family. Yeah, the current family. Yeah, my <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah see some family and uh, yeah and then I'll be uh, returning to the. Uh, to the state as quickly as I can. Well, very fair. Very hmm. fair.
0: Yeah, yeah they... Uh, so you, actually, we, I got back home, and I had a request. It was the Libertarian Party of Chicago has invited you to like their page. I was like... That's creepy. They've been watching me. Welcome to Facebook, <laughs> where they'll sell everything about you. You probably liked something, uh, you know, in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, I checked into the Exchequer, which is a pizza place up there, you didn't I'm go sure to Giordano's? That that's how they
1: did it. You went you went to a different Chicago place? Of course we have Giordano's here now.
2: Yeah, Giordano's that's uh that's pretty corporate. You got to find a nice uh mom wow. and pop shop. Trust me, I know my I know my Chicago pizza. Uh <laughs> you got to find a nice little you know mom and pop place that makes it just the way, you know, oh, just the way you like it and you,
0: no seating, you just kind of come in and the, the place is like a hole in the wall. Those are the best yeah, places. Yeah, that's how this place was. It, it was amazing. I go in there and I ordered an old style beer because you know if you, every, if anybody yeah. in here has seen Shameless, the TV show, that's the kind of beer that Frank always drinks. And I was see, like, I, I,
2: okay, that's the beer I can, I that's the only beer I can drink when I'm in Wrigley Field, but I can't drink it outside
0: of Wrigley Field. <laughs> I, I just can't do it. So I got one of those, and then they brought our pizza out, and it was like the most intense experience I've ever had in my life. It was a, it was a real Chicago deep dish pizza, right? Oh yeah, like the... I'm scooping out this pizza and like the handle of the metal <laughs> of the metal spatula is like bending because you know they just leave the whole thing there, spatula and everything. And was it just the two of you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you get just the small or did you be like, no, I, oh, no. I need a large?
1: Pizza. We got the medium. Yeah. Wait, wait, yeah. yeah. How, how many days were you eating that? Animals. <laughs> yeah. Are
0: you still backed up? That was in your system. I think yeah. I ate two pieces. Like. I ate two pieces, and it's, like, smaller than Papa John's-sized slices, and it was, like... But they're, like, three inches thick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was like, oh, my God, I need to
2: walk. <laughs> yeah. Now, Giordano's is, is a close approximation of of good Chicago food. Uh, if, if any of you guys haven't gotten a chance to check it out, please do. How about Al's Beef? Did you get Al's Beef? I've never heard of Al's beef. I had neither until a
1: few months ago, and I and Brad See, Lowry. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Portillo's guy. Yeah.
0: I,
2: I like Portillos. That's so uh, hmm. yeah.
1: when you go in. Al, Mike Ditka is the uh, is the official poster spokesman in there. Still, Mike Ditka hasn't coached in Chicago in twenty in your lifetime, but he's Mike Ditka. 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 So, so uh, yeah, Al, how old is that guy now? Mike Dicca? He's probably 80, 75 <laughs> or eighty.
0: So he's eight, he's still the
1: spokesperson, yeah. huh? Yeah, he's a legend. He's he's like Larry Bird in in, in Indianapolis. It's the same kind of a deal. Where Who's he's Larry Bird? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> killing me. And you went you did the Magnificent Mile too, right? Oh yeah. And yep. you you tried on you you you
0: I think Wall Chat. You were talking about you were trying on clothes. Did you did you let him? You took him shopping, I guess. <laughs> Something like uh, yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the well, see, she was getting her makeup done. That and she didn't know that she was getting her makeup done. You surprised her. You get a on for makeup? or No, anything? it wasn't They even surprised like that. me. Yeah, they surprised her. Like, she was going in to meet this this person that she watches on YouTube a lot. You know, like like she just went, they were doing a meet and greet up there. Okay, it's a these are new media things. Okay, they, they took a trip to Chicago to meet a YouTube star. Yes. So she walks wow. in there. Who is it? All
1: of a sudden, this got interesting. The hell with Tim and his chairs race. Who's yeah. the YouTube star?
0: Her name is Casey Holmes. Just a beauty vlogger.
1: She's a beauty, a beauty blogger. blogger.
0: Beauty blogger. Oh, okay, so we walk into Macy's and she goes over to the counter and they're like, oh, are you here for the event? She's like, yeah. So they're like, okay, come back this way. And this lady seats her at a makeup booth and Audrey's like, what the hell?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so did,
0: did they film it? Will it be on YouTube? No, it will oh, not no. be on YouTube. <clears throat> so I'm like... All right, well, you know, I forgot a, I forgot my sweatshirt in the car before the valet took it, so I'm <laughs> going to go buy a sweatshirt. And so, you, so
1: Dakota goes looking for the Target and a, and, a, and a $20 hoodie?
0: No, I go to the eighth floor of Macy's because that's where the only men's section is in this entire Macy's. Oh, yeah. So I walk up there, and I'm like looking for a sweatshirt. I see one across the aisle. Catches my eye. Looks really nice. So I walk over there, and I take it off the rack and I'm put it on. I'm like, oh, man. This is This is going home with me. I was like, this is incredibly soft. Was like, it like three hundred dollars? It was nine hundred and eighty dollars. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the outside was suede and it was lined with cashmere. Yep. It was amazing. We have goats here. But I you, bought you, these you, pants you, up there. Okay Oh wait, no, I didn't buy these pants up there. I lied. I bought different stuff up there. <laughs> Not these pants. These, I bought these pants at TJ Maxx. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say. I, I thought those looked like Muncie pants. Yeah, these are Muncie pants.
1: <laughs> well, fair enough. So you, you, did, uh, you got to go to the big city and got a makeover. Mm-hmm. Did you learn yeah. anything?
0: No, I did not learn anything. Actually, it was really terrible. No, she really texts me, and I'm on the 8th floor, and she's on the ground floor, and she's like, come back now. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, so i like I'm rushing down escalators, and I'm like stepping around people, and she's like, where are you at? I'm like at the clone. She walks over, and like, this lipstick <laughs> was bad. It was horrible. Like, this lady, like, tried to draw on the outside of her lips, like, try to make, like, giant luscious lips on her, and like, drew them on. On her skin. <laughs> and it looked horrid. <laughs> were they just like students
2: trying to learn? No, they or... were
0: actually professionals. They get trained at like a national level, and then they get sent there to do events. And I just was unlucky that day, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it was bad.
2: Maybe it was an episode of Punked. I really <laughs> hope you so. leave too early. She
0: really did punk me. Well, well that's, that
2: that's brutal. Did
1: Should you do s- anything else that was good in Chicago or not?
0: Just oh eat pizza. yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean, so you went up? For, we for around, the for the everything. YouTube and some pizza and came home.
0: Yep. That is exactly what we did. Yeah, we just took a day trip.
1: Oh, you just went up up and down? Yeah, <laughs> we one didn't nine.
0: even stay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you got
2: to at least stay. Yeah, yeah. I,
0: I really wish we would have because we got to like the Lafayette Attica exit on 65 and I was like dozing off on the, going like 80 miles an hour down the highway and I was like, this is not good.
2: Now the trick I learned, and actually it was Mark Rutherford that taught me this trick. When you're leaving from Indianapolis uh, and you're you're spending the day in Chicago, you don't stay in Chicago if you're coming back home the next day. You stay uh, like around Maryville, yep. you know, mm-hmm. or so, just a little yeah. bit outside of Chicago. You don't have to pay the high rates, and then like as soon as you get up in the morning, you can just hit the road, and
0: that makes a lot of sense. A lot
2: make a lot of make your way down i've always thought it, chicago is like the
1: the place where i just want to abandon my car i don't oh, yeah. have to drive i don't <laughs> wanna, I, I just want to go like park my car in Dyer or like <laughs> somewhere and take the south shore and I've, I've i did a camping trip with the 4-h kids one time and we we stayed at uh we actually stayed at potato creek and south bend and took the south shore all the way into the city and and oh, and, wow. and, and hung out in the city and came back um uh, much better way to deal Chicago than to have to actually drive I hate I hate driving up there because
2: you have to par- everywhere you park costs money yeah yeah well what you do is you park your car somewhere and then you just use city transit yep. you know it's a, it's got a great you know rail system CTA system it's great
1: so welcome to the libertarian podcast where we praise roads
2: <laughs> <and> public transportation. <laughs> and public transportation well you see but public transportation works it in Chicago sense. it yeah. makes sense you can't do that here in Indianapolis or anywhere else and in- uh, Indiana for that sake. We yeah, just like don't that. have the density of
0: people. Newcastle transport. Yeah, we have we have, we have city
2: buses here. Tim, we have a city a city bus uh, here. You, call. Can you
0: believe that you can ride your bike from one side of town to the other in twenty minutes. Like I do it every day for work.
1: Yeah, and it, you ride your bike for work?
0: I ride my bike to and from work. Yes. Okay. All right. Fair enough. It's great cardio, and it saves on gas. You live a mile and a half from work. <laughs> I live 3.2 miles. So whenever I go to work in the morning, it's a good wake up. I think it gets me all woken up and everything. So I don't actually kill somebody when so I'm working with woke? high voltage electricity. Yes, I'm staying woke. <laughs> so then I ride to the gym. It's another mile and a half. And then I ride back to the house and it's another 2.3 miles. Okay, fair enough. I, I had no idea. See, now you know. Now you
1: know. There's a good risk you're gonna get hit, but whatever you know, whatever
0: whatever works for you to come. Hey,
1: always wear your helmet, Jared. Stay woke. Yeah. Only <laughs> only your head is what matters. That's the only that's the only risk you take. <laughs> Rex, our friend Rex, he makes fun of the, the, the bike lanes we have in Newcastle now anyway, because they have the we didn't add bike lanes like Indianapolis did. We just painted little guys on bikes with Chinese like the the, oh, okay. the helmets. Yeah. the <laughs> the, 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 little, the little triangle hats. <laughs> Well, they they uh, look like Vietnamese people. Indianapolis isn't exactly (laughs) doing very great either, though. So
2: it's uh, yeah. uh, In in fact, some some places, Indianapolis has taken the uh, taken what used to be a four lane uh, road, you know, two in each direction, and they've turned it into a two lane road, which now traffic is just horrible. Which maybe you know, who knows? Maybe that's part of the plan, trying to get people to use their bikes more. Ride your bike, I guess. All right. Well, that's the, uh, that's the extent of the,
1: uh, the program time, I guess, we have today. Uh, any final thoughts going around the room? Uh, we'll start with our, our
2: guest, uh, Tim. Yeah, how do how do we get in touch with you? Follow you? Get you know get more great, information? Great question. Thank you. I would have forgotten that. So my name is Timothy McGuire. It's, uh, Maguire. It's M A G U I R E. If you go to Facebook, uh, I'm Timothy J Maguire on there. Uh, stupidly enough, I did make my political uh, Facebook page the same as my personal page, uh, so you will find two Timothy J Maguires on there. One of them, I have some headphones, like I'm on a podcast or a radio show. That's the one that you want to click on. I've put on my uh, uh, detailed plan up there, and uh, you can reach out to me and ask me uh, personal and detailed questions, and I'll be more than happy to answer answer them. And um, I, um, I, and I again echo uh, Jeremiah's comments. Uh, please come down to the convention and vote for me, so we can make libertarians great again. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Audrey, Joe, any final thoughts, or do you want to you want to you want to say pass?
0: I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we pay the big money for, Dakota. Uh, I just want to say uh, Add me on Facebook I'll probably have the same profile picture As I've been saying this entire time I never change my profile picture Jer. But anyway it says that I'm The chairman of Henry County on there So just look for that if you can't find me um, If it says rest in peace Dodger On there you know it's Aww. my fault Yeah, It's Jeremiah's <laughs> fault Jeremiah has cursed my dog And I will never forgive him for it But uh stay woke Uh you can never watch too much Alex Jones and uh have fun for the rest of the week. All right. Well thank you thank you
1: guys all for joining us. Uh, I wanna thank uh thank the We're Libertarians Network for syndicating whatever train wreck this show has turned into, the boss hog of liberty <laughs> uh with Jeremiah Morrill and Dakota Davis who doesn't make any of our artwork and he's the uh because he's an Alex Jones fan, we can't publicly promote the promote him as a co host, but we'll admit it here amongst the friends that he is he is truly a co host. And, uh, I think- paid
0: $80 to be a co-host. It's true. He did buy
1: his way. He oh, bought yeah. his way in. Uh, so it's, it's official. He's the, uh, he's the co-host. We're, it means we're, we're going to get fired together one day is what's going to happen. That's right. We're, go- we're gonna Together till the end. Together till the end. But this is five episodes in. There was another, uh, another series on the Wall Network that doesn't exist anymore that only made it to four episodes. So as long as these get published... We're not last anymore.
0: Look at that. We're like,
1: we're not like Donald Trump, who is now past President uh, uh, Harrison, who died yeah. oh, after like 31 okay. days in office. <laughs> Trump is not going to be the <laughs> shortest president. That's and, and right. He's moved past him. He's getting to the 100-day mark. So, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're not in last.
0: We're not first.
1: We're not in last. So, all right, Well, right. We're going to keep going. Well, yeah. But we're at the end of this episode. We're, we're done. Oh. That's all I got, man.
0: Oh, okay. All right. You're getting pretty tired. I'm not tired. You're looking pretty tired. You what time do you have to get up for work tomorrow? Seven. Oh, okay. I'm good. Yeah. You'll be you'll be at work before I'm even awake.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you'll be up at three in the morning nursing your dog back to health. <laughs> and then yeah. Anyway, we won't get into Coda's problems. We every week we just pick on his dog. <laughs> What's left of it? Just dig a big hole, man, and just call it call it good. <laughs> Alright, so follow me, Jeremiah Morrill on Facebook. Uh we appreciate the support. And uh we will uh We'll see where the next week takes us. See you all at the convention.
0: Thank you for listening to the We Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at wearelibertarians.com.